right, hour two, live from studio. Oh, <laughs> actually, hour one, but hour two, live from Studio 6B on a Thursday night. Glad you're in. If you just watched John Solomon's very fine special from eight to nine on the Biden administration and the attack on black America, small businesses, and, and uh, critical race theory. You had some great guests, great uh, Maya Jolie from Miami. is pretty. Um, she made some great points. I, my favorite part of the thing is when she said, you know, I've got a husband who's as white as you can find him. And obviously she's uh, she's African-American. She goes, so my kid's going to go to school and he's going to be told that her that his father's an oppressor and his mother's a victim. Are you kidding me? Get the <laughs> hell out of here. Which I thought was the one of my favorite parts of the whole show. She was fantastic. She's running for mayor of Miami. And of course, she's got to be known from sitting behind President Trump in that nbc special and uh she was good all the guests were good bob woodson i mean this is good i mean he's just just so absolutely brilliant and fantastic so and mr solomon is as well and he it was great it was a great hour Uh, i watched as much of it as i could it was fantastic so uh live from studio 6b we'll just do a short hour tonight on real america's voice dish network channel 219 pluto tv channel 240 samsung tv plus channel 1029 you know uh, Rick Delgado's here. He's going to do a little news. Rick Amorati will do a little sports. We'll get in as much of of Biden today as we can. You know, I oh. had ringing in my ear all day today. Levin from Hannity that I played. Well, I guess it was early this week or last week when he ended his rant by saying, "I can. Ju- I've been a part of this these movements when liberty and tyranny came out in the Tea Party, and I can just feel it in my bones. The American people are not going to stand for this, and in, in the you can kiss your careers goodbye because you're going to get blown out. And the way he said it, that prediction, I just had that ringing in my head all day today, as I was looking at these clips coming out of Biden's presser, and look at the the sl- the slippery slope we are heading down full speed with this guy, and in six months, what this country looks like. And I just had him, I had that ringing in my head all day today. If, the, if, if they don't get blown out, I said this to Gio walking around the office getting ready to come on the air. I said, if, if this party doesn't suffer the worst defeat at the hands of the American people this coming midterms, and then in, I, 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 don't, I don't know. I have serious concerns about where we're going. This is like dystopian other world stuff, what this what they are trying to get away with and what they are on the full court press with. Did you see any of it today? Yeah, I, I saw some. I, I thought the most disturbing part was the so-called media, or I should say the lapdog deep state media, because it seemed like every question was, so when are you going to push mandates? When are you going to make people do stuff? When are you going to, you, you know what I mean? When are you going to basically uh, start just being a dictator that we all pray that you hope and hope that you will be? Uh, because that's what the media sounds like. That like they want a dictator. They want someone to rule iron fist over everything and force people to do things. And it's the sickest, most depraved thing I've seen ever. And it's just disturbing. It is. Um, it was something else. We're going to get to much of it as we can here in the hour. So let's just jump right in, G. Let's go from the top. Cut one, Biden on the new mask guidelines and the federal employee mandate. Roll that. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, announced its new mask recommendation in parts of the country where COVID cases are substantially high, where people didn't get vaccinated, which they define as 50 new cases 
for every 100,000 people in a week. The CDC recommends you wear a mask when you're in public and indoors, like work or in a grocery store. That's true for both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Why? Because even if you've been fully vaccinated and protected from severe illness from COVID-19, you could have the Delta variant in your system and spread it to someone who isn't vaccinated. We need to wear a mask to protect each other and to stop the rapid spread of this virus as we work to get more people vaccinated. And I hope all Americans who live in areas with substantial or high cases rates will follow the mask guidance that's being laid down by the CDC. I certainly will, and I have, because this is one of those areas in Washington. And at my decision, my direction, all federal personnel and visitors to federal buildings will have to do the same thing. As I said from the beginning, a mask is not a political statement. It's about protecting yourself and protecting others. No, it's not. Masking is one defense against the spread of COVID-19. But make no mistake. Gee. Vaccines Thank are you. the best defense. Yeah, I can't. I just can't. Let's we'll, have the bomb ready tonight. I'm going to use it a lot. More people <laughs> yeah. have died in D.C. in the last four days, by the way, by, by murder than they have of, of, of COVID-19. And, I don't, and I, I'll bet if you look a little farther out than just the – I happen to see the stat of four days, but I'll bet it's even longer than that, and I'll bet it still stays true. I gave you the chart yesterday. We are at the lowest rate of deaths, the lowest rate of deaths from COVID-19. Now, you notice the, the media, they don't have any of their death charts anymore. Now, it's all just about cases and variants and cases and masks. It's just, I, I'm, I, you know, again, it's, it's just so nonsensical. It's, I, I don't even... It, it, it's a combination of misinformation and disinformation, flat out lies, because he, he references the, Senate, uh, the CDC, right? I heard that correct. You heard that, right? Yeah. Uh, according to the CDC guidance, right? They, and it's all based on this, uh, this study that came out that they, that they cited on Tuesday to justify their new uh, COVID-19 wear a mask in public in, uh, for indoor settings. Yeah. Um, that didn't even get peer-reviewed approved, this right. study. The Dan study, Crenshaw pointed out right the study which claimed that the delta variant produced blah 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 breakthrough infections uh failed peer review in the journal nature when the cdc cited it archives of the study's page on research square a preprint server showed that it was marked rejected on july 9th and remained that way until the evening of july 26th that version was still live early wednesday morning the day after the cdc cited the study on the 27th they decided to update the brief, and uh, basically they got caught. They they got caught revised, basically re revising history, um, suggesting now that well it's under review, it's under revise. No, it was rejected. It was flat out rejected, and it stayed like that for two weeks until until it was cited. And it, it also states that the um, <laughs> they're basing it on one study done in India for the AstraZeneca uh, vaccine, which isn't even available in this country. So there's no science behind the CDC now. There's no science behind the CDC, period. The, the long-term credibility of these people in the eyes of the American people should be almost to the point where it's, uh, it cannot even be repaired. That's how bad these people are. 
the 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 if the American people don't look at these people as just total and utter frauds at this point on all of this, I don't even I don't know what it's going to take because when you here's how bad the CDC's messaging is. The Washington Post has an article today entitled "Where's the Data?" CDC reversal on indoor masking prompts experts to ask, where's the data? This is the Washington Post. New recommendations from federal health officials this week on when vaccinated Americans should don face masks came with a startling bolt of news. People who have had their shots and become infected with the Delta variant of the coronavirus can harbor large amounts of virus, just like unvaccinated people. That means they can become spreaders of the disease and should return to wearing masks indoors in certain situations, including when vulnerable people are present. But the CDC did not publish the new research. In the text of the updated masking guidance, the agency merely cited CDC COVID-19 response team unpublished data of 2021. Some outside scientists have their own message now. Show us the data quote they're making a claim that people with delta who are vaccinated and unvaccinated have similar levels of viral load but nobody knows what that means said greg gonzalez an associate professor at the yale school of public health it's absolutely meaningless unless we see the data when cdc director rochelle walensky spoke to reporters tuesday she cited the quote-unquote new scientific data but provided limited details about how the research was done. She said the data come this again, I just want to remind you, this is the Washington Post. <laughs> this is not Red State. This is not Conservative Review. This is not uh this New York is, Post. Yeah, this right. is the Washington Post. She provided limited details about how the research was done. She said the data comes from the outbreak investigations in which researchers compared Delta infections among vaccinated and unvaccinated people. The data will be published imminently, quote-unquote, according to a federal official with knowledge about the research, but who was not authorized to be a spokesperson for the government. These, uh, this data were, was alarming and recently presented, the official said Wednesday. We saw the data and thought it was urgent enough to act in the context of a steeply rising preventable fourth surge of COVID-19. Because tests showed similar levels of virus in vaccinated and unvaccinated, the CDC inferred that the Delta variant can be transmitted by people with breakthrough infections. I think the implications of the data are that people who are vaccinated, even when they are asymptomatic, can transmit the virus, which is the scientific foundation of why this recommendation is being made. Uh, the CDC did not answer questions Wednesday about whether it relied on outside sources of data or the number of patients examined in its own outbreak investigations. The questions about viral load is among the many unknowns, the many unknowns surrounding SARS-CoV-2 and this new data, including the frequency of breakthrough infections and whether they play a significant role in the recent rise in cases. Again, you notice how everything now is cases. Back when Trump was in office, it was about deaths, and they laid every death at his feet. And if you remember, Joe Biden threw out the um, 
the campaign. What did he tell us? I'm not going to need them. I'm going to beat the virus. How many times do we hear that lame line? <laughs> now, I don't hear the media getting on him about that, that he's done a that he's done an F minus job so far. I mean, where, where's the blame being laid at his feet that this is a disaster so far? They're all over the map. It's totally nonsensical. And none of it's based on science we're finding out. Or, or science that's, uh, that's been rejected. So it's just amazing some of the, uh, some of the nonsense that we heard today. It's just crazy. It, it makes you just, it gets you angry. Now, now I think, now it's starting to really really rub people the wrong way. And well, this is what, to see a lot more. Anger, I mean, I, think. I don't see definitely. how it can't be. I don't see how it can't be. If you listen today, if you listen to these people and the, and the, and you, the, the picture they're painting of the world they want and what they want to try to do. I don't see how it can't get people to the point where they say, okay, now this is just flat out enough. And again, I keep going back. If they don't get blown out of here, I don't, I don't know. All right, we'll do more from Biden's um, dystopian uh, press conference today when we get back. <laughs> Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We're back after this. Live from Studio 6P, 17 past the hour, Real America's Voice. More about um, the craziness of Biden's press conference today. We'll get to that. Let's do a little sports here quickly with uh, Rick Emirati. What's going on, pal? All right, Big D, MLB, already seven games in the books. Nationals over the Phillies, 3-1. to one. Braves over the Mets, 6-3. The Yankees were Tampa bombed by the Rays, 14-0. Uh, Royals 5-0 over the White Sox. Reds 7-4 over the Cubs. Reds win their third in a row. And Phillies 11-8 over the Nationals. And Giants blank the Dodgers, 5-zip. Top seven, Brewers right now leading the Pirates, 6-0. Bottom seven, Tigers over the Orioles, 5-1. And top six, Blue Jays 9, Red Sox nothing. A's at the Angels and Rockies at the Padres coming up on the uh, top of the hour. 2021 NBA Draft, Brooklyn Barkley Center. Big D, I know you're watching the draft all day. Big NBA fan that you are. Detroit Pistons go with who else? Cade Cunningham is their number one pick from Oklahoma State. He was the only choice, the 6'8 uh, point guard. Uh, he went first. Second was uh, Jalen Green uh, for, to the Houston Rockets. And the Cleveland Cavaliers took Evan Mobley to center. Um, and another good player, Jalen Suggs from Gonzaga. He went to uh, Orlando Magic. So good picks at Barkley Center. Knicks are on the clock. They don't pick until number 19, Big D, and my sixes go at 28. Um, I care more about women's soccer <laughs> than I do about the NBA. All right. Well, you got to get another day to wait for that. Uh, speaking of Olympics, though, Sinisa Lee, with a surprise, wins the gold in women's gymnastics all-around event for Team USA earlier this morning. This is from Chalina Goldman of Yard Barker. Sinisa Lee won the gold medal for Team USA in the women's gymnastics all-around event earlier today. The AP reported via ESPN early this morning. Lee, 18, became the fifth straight American woman to stand atop the podium. Rebecca Andrade of Brazil took 
Silva and Russian gymnast Angelina Melnikova took the bronze. And Suni Lee's father had an emotional message for Simone Biles. Uh, this is from Steve Del Vecchio of Larry Brown Sports. After Lee posted a score of 57.433 to win the gold, her father John Lee told today that there is no words to express how much the medal means to his family. He then had a message for Biles. He said, and I quote, I'm going to tell Suni that I'm super proud of her, John Lee said via NBC5 Chicago. I want to tell her too that no matter what, I'll support her and I want to tell Simone that she truly is the gold because she let my baby girl bring me a gold medal. It's a nice story. So good to see the women have success even without their number one superstar. And just a, one more story, big D for this segment. NFLPA President J.C. Tretta sounds off on wristbands for unvaccinated players. Also from Chilena Goldman of Yardbarker. NFL Players Association President and Cleveland Browns Center J.C. Tretta had harsh words for teams that are forcing unvaccinated players to wear identity wristbands. So what it really comes down to is the NFL wanted to put a policy in place to try to shame unvaccinated players publicly about their status and make that known to everyone on the field, Treda said Thursday. It shouldn't be the case because it's unnecessary. We all know who's vaccinated and who's not, and it doesn't need to be a scarlet marking on people's helmets or wrists. Treda also called the decision to wear wristbands nonsensical, uh, since unvaccinated players already need to wear masks. No other sports league uses any sort of scarlet marking or helmet decal or wristband because they know it's not necessary and the teams know who's vaccinated. So, you know, he's uh, he spoke out because uh, this is following cold Beasley, which we reported on last night, and also listen to this one. Tennessee Titans quarterback Ryan Tannehill also said this week he is only getting vaccinated because the league is putting pressure on him to do so. So what yeah, a so shame. He's ca- so he's caving. caving he's in. caving. Tannehill, yep. Terrible. You need, a, you need a superstar. You need some superstar to say, you know what, then my, career, my football career is done for this season. Yeah. That's what you need. You, you, the last thing you need is that, is somebody caving and saying yep. the only reason I'm doing it is because of the pressure they're putting on. Because you've got North Korean style leadership at the NFL in Roger Goodell. Yeah. You need an Aaron Rodgers type of star to come out and say that. Cole Beasley's a good player, but he's not a superstar, like you said, big, a big name D, like a Tom Brady or something. But crazy. So that's a wrap in sports for this segment. Absolutely crazy. Did you see the Secretary of Defense arrive wherever he was in today? <laughs> I mean, comes out off the plane looking like Darth Vader. Oh, this my guy goodness. was fully vaccinated. <laughs> fully vaccinated. He's wearing a mask. And he's wearing one of those a welder, shield, right? Uh, welder uh, deals, yeah, shields. The face Come on. shield. Face shield in front of a mask, fully vaccinated. He gets off the plane like that, this guy. Fist bumping people. And he's the defense secretary? Yeah. Oof. He's in charge. Way to go. Good pick. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? What? I, what I, I don't know. Just crazy. All right, speaking of crazy, let's go back. Uh, cut two. <laughs> Uh, from the uh, Biden press conference. I can't even set these clips up because I can't even. They're just so <laughs> insane. I don't, I don't even know what to say about them. So we'll just listen. Cut to roll it, G. I'm asking the Defense Department to look into <laughs> how and when they will add COVID-19 to the list of vaccinations our armed forces must get. Our men and women in uniform who protect this country from grave threats no. should be protected as much as possible from getting COVID-19. I think this is particularly important because our troops serve in places throughout the world. Yeah. Where they can get shot. Vaccination rates Where they get shot by bullets. But you want to make sure they have a vaccine. Next. Dope. Every federal government employee will be asked to attest to their vaccination status. Anyone who does not attest or is not vaccinated will be required to 
Mask, spit no it out, where they were. Yep, there goes the mail system. Test one or two times a week to see if they've, acqu- they've acquired COVID. Socially distance and generally will not be allowed to travel for work. Oh, that's enough. So, so I, basically, I, 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 can't, I can't. Yeah, why don't you just throw them on a train, send them to a FEMA camp somewhere there, Joe? This Isn't is, that um, where it's leading? This is really becoming, I, I, I don't know. I don't want to overstate it. And I don't want, I mean, maybe it sounds ridiculous to some people. I really think this is a water, this is becoming a watershed moment here. This is really where the rubber's going to meet the road. There's, there, there's, there's no slowing these people down and what they're going to try to get away with. There's just no slowing them down. And I mean, people are either going to be, you're either going to be Ryan Tannehill or you're going to be um, Congressman Massey and then uh, who's the guy we played yesterday and some of these people who just, Chip you Roy. know, Chip Roy. He was good. Or you're going to be Roy and Massey or you're going to be Tannenhill. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. See, it's going to, what? I was going to say, and that's the problem. A lot of people, they may feel that way, but they don't want to get called out. So you're going to have the, the most people are going to be Tannenhills. Oh, I'm just going to do it because, you know, whatever. because they don't want the aggravation. They don't want to be called out. They don't want to be, you know, pointed at and be like, oh, you're, you're one of those. Oh, I'll just, I'll just do it. It'll but be what fun. do you think comes next? Uh, exactly. But that's what they don't understand. They think that, well, if I do that, then everybody will leave me alone. No, that, well, just, that just opens the door for the next well, thing. People thought that when they went and got this in the first place, even if they weren't comfortable with it, that it was so fastly put together and brought to market. No data. We didn't know what the side effects were people did it because they were sick of wearing masks they were sick of doing this they were sick of staying under their uh counters in their kitchen they wanted to go back to normal life and most people said all right so if i do this uh, i'll be protected and uh, whatever and look what it got you yeah got you nothing basically got you nothing well except uh maybe protected to some degree we don't even know by the way yeah a dose of uh, of, uh you know some chemical you don't even know if it's going to be safe for you in six six eight twelve months you don't know what the side effects could be you don't know how it's going to affect you you don't know if there's going to be neurological issues attached to it no nothing of it uh, damon pointed out last week they just started trials to see how it affer- uh, affects a uh, reproductive system i heard a phys- i heard a doctor on some station talk about you know my fear is that we have COVID-19 and people are taking a vaccination. And, and he, he went into the minutia of the science of the what happens in the cells and the this and the that. And he said, the problem I'm worried about is people don't understand that if once there's the next thing and then they push a vaccine, how those two will interact and cause other issues. So, I mean, there's, you know, I just don't know how much more people can take of this. I mean, and I'm, I'm still, we're two clips in. I've got about 12 of them here. We'll get to as many as we can in the next segment. But I, I just think, I mean, it, I just think this is, this is going to become a moment here, a watershed moment. for. We're going to see how much this country is willing to get pushed around and, 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 and how much you, you value your liberty and your private property rights and your other stuff because they're coming for all of it. They're coming for all of it.
right, 30 minutes past the hour, live from Studio 6B. Let's continue with the um, cr- the perpetual crazy town that was the Joe Biden press conference today. Uh, cut three. Let's get to schools here because this is going to affect every single parent. Uh, obviously, come September, if you're in places like California, New York, Illinois, and just forget about it, you, have, you literally have no shot of um, any relief from any of the people in charge of those states. Um, you would think if you're in, although I, this Asa Hutchinson, man, he's something else. And what is he in Arkansas or someplace, Alabama? I don't know. He's somewhere. I think Arkansas. He, he's trying to convene a, spe- this is what, this is Republicans. This is what you get. He's trying to convene a special session of his own damn legislature to repeal their own damn passing of uh, no more mass mandates. This is the Republican governor trying to get the legislature back in session so they can repeal their own passage of no more mass mandates. This is the governor. Oh, that's, that's, there you go. That's what you want. That's what you want. As Horowitz, I, as I point out to you uh, yesterday in what I think is a fantastic article, all Republican governors claim they support limited government. Let's see them stand up to tyrannical feds. Now is their time to shine. This is, this is a moment in American history, he says. The CDC is now recommending an illogical, inhumane, immoral, and illegal policy that in any other era would violate the Americans with Disability Act and would be considered child abuse. The CDC is using the scariant Delta as an excuse to give people the impression that suddenly children are at risk for the virus. Well, the UK has just gotten over the curve of the Delta wave, so its data is likely to be very instructive as to what we should expect in the next few weeks. And you heard, and you heard um, Scott Gottlieb also talk about this. He thinks we're through this in like three weeks, this variant. As UK Dr. Uh, Monroe, a pediatric infectious disease researcher, observed, children 2 through age 11 actually experienced the lowest case rate during the Delta wave as compared to young adults who were eligible for the vaccine. Obviously, almost all those remaining cases were extremely mild. Despite incessant claims of schools driving this new wave and Delta disproportionately affecting children, scaring all parents, kids aged through 2 through 11 are now the lowest estimated prevalence of all ages lower than 35, despite being totally unvaccinated, no masks anywhere, and full-time in school for the last four months. Perhaps most ironic is the UK's case count peaked on July 19th, Freedom Day, when all restrictions and mass mandates ended in the UK. Cases have dropped precipitously every day since then and are now down 50% in one week. As we have witnessed in every corner of the world since the beginning of the pandemic, Delta is no different. Nothing has worked to stop uh, this excorable six to eight weeks wave. And nothing works to restart the spread when its seasonal spread is done in a given area. It's 100% natural. But now, even the establishment can no longer deny it. As Professor Oliver Johnson of Bristol University observed in the UK Spectator, quote, for the first time in 18 months, there's been a fall in, uh, in cases that can't be easily explained by a national lockdown. 
He says, of course, here in the United States, we've seen this trend for months, especially this past spring, when cases in the South plummeted for weeks after they ditched the mass mandates, but rose quickly in the Northeast and Michigan with impervious mask mandates. As much as masks don't work to stop the spread of COVID, to force children to bear the brunt of the mandate by wearing the sacred cloth all day in schools is absolutely unconscionable. Just how big a waste were the quarantines of children's last year? According to a recent Oxford study, out of the millions of children who were forced to isolate because of the child tested positive for a virus milder to them than the flu, 98.4% of UK children never went on to develop any COVID symptoms or COVID at all. All of that child abuse was for nothing. Now the CDC is seeking to reinstate its child abuse without performing any randomized controlled trials on the efficacy or safety of these masks. After it rejected the findings of the only studies that actually looked at those questions and raised serious concerns about what they found in the mass of these children. The question is, will red states allow the CDC to continue child abuse for another year? Well, it's in their power to say no. Several governors, including from Florida, Texas, South Dakota, South Carolina, Nebraska, and Iowa, have already said this mandate is a non-starter in their states. But given the prominence of the CDC, I fear more empathetic and broader actions are required. State legislatures should immediately convene and pass the following. Number one, a law barring the implementation of the CDC's mask mandate in any public or private setting. Private institutions are forced to abide by OSHA and uh, the American Disabilities Act and anti-discrimination as well as health privacy laws in every other context. Why should they be exempt the one time where such mandates are clearly being driven by the government and not the free market. Number two, a law designating forced masking of children as reckless child endangerment subject to any civil or criminal penalties pursuant to their respective state statutes. That's a good one. Number three, guidance for their respective departments of health to reject every policy of HHS that is built upon the faulty science of masking, the existing shots, test and trace, and the use of ineffective treatments such as remdesivir. All state COVID funding should be eliminated from enforcing marketing or advertising any policy the legislature deems unlawful or unscientific. And number four, guidance to administer ivermectin to those in need or to make it available over the counter. So under that backdrop, let's listen to Biden today. Cut three on schools. Roll it, G. The CDC has provided clear guidance how all schools can safely protect the kids and bring them back to the classroom. Every student wear a mask. It's that simple. So we funded safety measures in schools. We vaccinated teachers and staff. And we can mask up our kids for further protection. But once again, there's one more thing we need to do. Get more adolescents ages 12 and up vaccinated now that they've been cleared. In the past week, the good news is we've seen the average number of 12 to 17 year olds getting vaccinated go increase 22% per day. Today, I'm asking school districts to host one last pop-up vaccination clinic over the coming weeks for kids ages 12 and up. 
We're directing the federal pharmacy program to help make that happen. Parents, get your children vaccinated. You do it for so many other things right now. For kids under 12, if and when the vaccines are deemed safe for them, we'll be prepared to get the vaccines administered as quickly and as safely as possible. That's, he's sick. These people are sick. Yeah. Yeah. There is no data at all that supports any of this nonsense since the beginning on kids. I've brought you multiple tens upon tens of articles and studies that have talked about kids throughout this whole thing. We've talked about kids as much as any other show has talked about kids and the effect on kids. There is no data, none, that supports any of this. Zero. It is madness. It is total and utter madness to think that we need to stick this into kids of this age. It, is, it should be infuriating to every single parent. And as I say that, I am, on, I am shockingly on a thread of my kids on sports that parents were t- today texting, oh, he won't be there today, he got his shot. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I, 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 I just... That's Tannenhill. That's another Tannenhill right there. Oh, well, you know, let's just do it anyway. They're going to make you do it. Yep. Any- let's, let's just do it. Right. No. No, you don't have to. Stand your ground. All right, let's get to the moment of moments from this whole thing today before we run out of time here. Cut 5G. Roll it. Why not um, push for vaccine mandates in states, private companies, schools? Do you want to see those entities By the way, this, th- this is y- Yamichi Alcindor from NPR. Can we defund a- NPR quick enough that we pay for? It is so, it's so ridiculous that she poses as a journalist. It is so outrageous. She, she is activist times 10. And she continues to pose as a journalist, and, and she asks these ridiculous, she just prophesizes these ridiculous, uh, what she wants to see. She's done it in all these things with Biden. Remember Biden's first press conference? She was doing the same thing about the filibuster. Go ahead. Well, I, I'd like to see them continue to move in that direction. And that's why I'm, I pointed out, I had asked the Justice Department to determine whether that is, they're able to do that legally. And they can. Local communities can do that. Local businesses can do that. It's still a question whether the federal government can mandate the whole country. I don't know that yet. There you go. That's, that's, that's your moment. That's your moment. We're, we're going to get to the, we're going to try to get to a point where we can mandate you to take this. And at that point, if they try that, we'll, we'll see. But it's gonna it's gonna get uh, I don't know dicey dicey is a good word dicey might be the word yeah I could think of some other ways to describe it but um, but that that's 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 where we're going that is absolutely where you listened I played you the New York City mayor yesterday climbing the ladder Joe we're climbing the ladder. The time to be nice is over. We were nice before, making it, uh, you know, free and leaving it up to you, your choice. You know, my body, my choice. You know that thing we say all the time when it comes yep. to other things? 
Well, no, not anymore. Now it's, you know, playtime's over. Yeah, because and, of the Delta variant. And, and what's so sick is that how hard they're pushing this. It's an amazing thing to watch when, okay, now we're going to offer, we're going to tell uh, uh, businesses, we'll pay you. Uh, you know, they can, they can uh, come yeah. to the federal government and we'll, we'll pay you if somebody has to take time off to get the vaccine. And we'll pay you and we'll pay you this and we'll give you that. Why? That, you got to ask that question and go, what the heck is wrong? Yeah. What are they trying to do? Because this is not about health and safety. No, no if it way. were about health and safety, it'd be like, take your time, talk to your doctor, you know, find out if you've got the conditions that, you know, it's right for you to do. If not, stay away from it because you don't want anything that you might be on something that might not mix well with this. By the way, let me encourage all of you who hear my voice to never, ever go to Shake Shack ever again, as they're the, one of the first to come out today. And say, uh, basically, Biden's going to pay you 100 bucks to get vaccinated. Then you can bring that 100 and spend it here because yeah. we're only going to allow vaccinated people to eat in the restaurant. And they can keep it. That's it. So uh, if you want to eat those rat-infested burgers, go ahead. <laughs> but I, I, if it was up to me, I'd stick with Five Guys or some other place yeah. that has some uh, standards of whatever because I would never go there ever again. And uh, so I hope you won't either. Do some sports here with Rick Amorati. What's going on, pal? All right, Big D. A couple of last-minute Major League Baseball scores. Brewers right now lead the Pirates 7-0 in the top of the eighth. Tigers all over the Orioles 6-2, top of the ninth. Looks like the Red Sox are trying to match the Yankees' blowout. They're losing to the Blue Jays 13-0 in the bottom of the seventh. And the top of the first just underway, Athletics and Angels scoreless. And we have the, the Rockies actually visiting the Padres. Jets training camp. Zach Wilson signed his rookie contract, ending standoff with New York. This is from Tyler Sullivan of CBS Sports. At long last, Zach Wilson and the New York Jets have a deal, according to CBS Sports and NFL Insider Jonathan Joan. The club had reached an agreement with its number two overall pick on his rookie contract, ending a standoff that briefly bled into the start of training camp. Per Adam Schefter of ESPN, Wilson has signed a fully guaranteed four-year deal that is projected to be worth $35.1 million and includes a signing bonus of $22.9 million. The whole rift was whether he'd get this money over a period of time or if he would get it within 15 days at the beginning of his contract. So they put that to bed and now the Jets have their their uh, number one quarterback in, in camp ready to go. So I don't know what kind of success he's going to have with that team, but We'll keep an eye. And one more story. Big D, this is going to make your night. Former NBA player Lamar Odom. Nancy and former Pelosi head... retired. No. <laughs> no, even better. Sports. NBA yeah, player sports. Lamar Odom, former heavyweight boxing champ Riddick Bowe. Book Celebrity Bout. This is from Ben Baby of ESPN. Former heavyweight champion Riddick Bowe is getting back in the ring. Bowe, 53, will face former NBA player Lamar Odom in a celebrity boxing event October 2nd at the James L. Knight Center in downtown Miami. Event promoter Damon Feldman told ESPN on Thursday. Bowe, a member of the International Boxing Hall of Fame, ended the main portion of his pro career in 19. 
1996, following a victory over Andrew Galata. And there's an old name. Both fought three more times after that, 2004, 2005, and then 2008 in his professional, final professional bout. Oldham, 41, is coming off a similar event against singer Aaron Carter. Oh boy. Oldham, who played in the NBA from 1999 to 2013, was declared the winner of the June 11th exhibition following a knockout in the first round. Both fighters will wear 23-ounce gloves, and Evander Holyfield was scheduled to face Tyson before talks broke in 1993. Holyfield handed Bo his only professional defeat. Bo avenged the loss in 1995, and now word has it, Holyfield will be fighting in uh, November, fighter to be named. So who knows? We have a Bo Holyfield fight. What we need is Foreman and Tyson. We'll have a whole 90s reunion. And that's a wrap in Sports Big Day. You want to set your watch for that. October 2nd. <laughs> yeah. Um, Can't wait. All right, what else is going on in the news, Rick? Anything else besides this Biden presser today? Well, yeah, uh, yesterday, and, and this actually stems from the previous Biden uh, presser. The White House struggled yesterday to defend President Joe Biden's claim that he used to drive an 18-wheeler truck. As you remember, we played the clip here. Biden made the claim while he was visiting the Mack truck facility in Pennsylvania. I used to drive an 18-wheeler, man. Biden said he, he then he then seemed to clarify, I got to. I don't even know what that means. When asked about the claim, the White House spokesperson told Fox News to look at the December 1973 article in the Wilmington Evening Journal. It showed that Biden rode in an 18-wheeler for a 536-mile ride to Ohio. There is zero evidence that Biden used to drive an 18-wheeler. Um, Republican National Committee Research Director Zach Parkinson tweeted, uh, the extent of Biden's trucking experience is that he rode in a truck once for one night in 1973. Riding an 18-wheeler is not the same as driving one, he said. Um, According to school bus fleet, most school buses have two axles. The bigger models have uh, two wheels and four wheels in the back, uh, larger type buses and such. And even even those wouldn't add up to 18 wheels. Truck driver, coal miner, it's all nonsense. Biden makes up what he thinks reporters want to want uh want him to say Parkinson was referring to comments made in 2008 when uh, Biden falsely claimed to be a hard coal miner at the United Mine Workers <laughs> annual fish fries. So, yeah. What pretty, next? pretty soon he's going to tell us he was on a mission with Mother Teresa too. This guy's <laughs> this this guy's a liar. I mean, he's a plagiarist, he's a liar, he's a nasty old man. He's always been the same. Yeah. He's never been a moderate, he's never been smart, he's never been anything. He's the dumbest vice president ever. He's the dumbest president ever. He's a liar. He's uh, we know his past uh, in in um, hanging out with uh, Bird and uh, all these segregationists. I mean, the, come on. We know who this guy is. He's not pulling the wool over anyone's eyes. This guy's a nasty old uh, fart, plain and simple. Yeah, they said this was just the latest in Biden gaffes, but we all know that it's not a gaffe. He's actually just telling lies. Now, the Capitol Police on Thursday night um, walked back a memo that ordered officers to deny entry and possibly arrest those who enter the United States House of Representatives who are not wearing masks after mask mandates yeah. were reintroduced this week. <clears throat> Pelosi was... Um ready to start uh, issuing warrants for arrests. Yeah, regarding the house mask rule, there's no reason it should ever come to someone being arrested. Anyone who does not follow the rule will be asked to wear a mask or leave the premises. The department's requirements for officers to wear masks is for their health and safety. On Wednesday, newly appointed Capitol Police Chief Thomas Manger ordered officers to enforce new mask mandates in the house, including denial of entry and even arrest. Here's, you know, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is you're going to see mandate after mandate after mandate. They're going to push it as far as they can. You know why? Because they have no control over what's going on. 
He has no clue what to do. He hasn't done anything to kick the can down the road. Um, the vaccines are what they are. Whether they're effective or not, we're, we're learning more about them as we will continue to over the years, which is the whole damn point of this. Uh, and they have no control over what's going on. They have no control of what's going on with the vaccines. They have no control over the virus. They have no control of what's going on with the border. They're playing two sides of the same argument at the border. I saw Geraldo get his dumb ass kicked around <laughs> by Tucker tonight. God, he's an ingrate. T- I mean, he's Geraldo is so stupid, it makes my hair hurt. It's just unbelievable. Tucker took him apart for this ridiculous position he's taking that what's going on at the border somehow is okay. Illegals coming into the country with COVID, not being required to wear a mask, not being required to be tested, and then being put in certain places in these towns all over Texas. Oh, Geraldo has no problem with that. Not only that, the, the, they don't even have to show an ID to take any flights. They, they get whisked through TSA, and they don't have to get checked. So they don't even have the same restrictions that you, the, the citizens have. Right. I mean, so Biden has no control over anything. The play, we're going to hell in a handbasket here in six months. It's a total disaster, and it's only going to get worse. The less control they have, the less they know what the hell they're doing, the more mandates you're going to have to... Uh, suffer under that's the bottom line and it's the same in all their their cities that they're run california new york illinois pennsylvania all all these blue states with these one-party systems iron-fisted socialist top-down governments and all of them they're all the same they're all the same they have no control over anything and you pay the price yeah and again another example you know when you're talking about the illegals they're elevating criminals above american citizens law-abiding american citizens just just think about that for a moment that that uh you know somebody running over the border uh who gets hooked up with a flight maybe a hotel room maybe a nice check every week uh doesn't have to show id doesn't have to you know you don't you don't have to know what kind of diseases they may be bringing into the country or you don't even know if they're a criminal or not and they could be uh they could be smuggling part of a human smuggling ring Let's hear Ducey today, G. Cut 11. Mr. President, you said if you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. And it seems... Well, I, didn't say, I have to say, if you're fully vaccinated in an area where we do not have... Well, let me clarify. In May, you made it sound like a vaccine was the ticket to losing the mask forever. And it, that, that is true at the time, because I thought there were people who were going to understand that getting vaccinated made a gigantic difference. And what happened was, Temper, temper. They didn't get vaccinated. It was spread more rapidly, and people, more people were getting sick. Mm. Temper, temper, old man. Mm. Temper, temper there. Now get off my no lawn. No control. No control of what's going on. Has no idea what to do. Just like Ron. By the way, did Ron Klain tell us? Did Ron Klain tell us? That this guy had no clue what they were doing when H1N1 was here? Yep, of course yep. he did. And so. here we go again. Different disease, different circumstances, still no clue. Still no clue. Two masks, a face shield, walk around like Darth Vader. That's their best plan right now. As always, we salute our military active and active, police, firefighters, first responders, EMTs. Thanks, everybody, on the show. Thanks, G. Thanks, Fran. A quick one hour. We're back tomorrow night. Actually, I will not be here tomorrow night. I am going to say our final goodbyes to uh, 
<laughs> a very special woman. But I will see you on Tuesday. Rick has got the show. Rick's got the show. You're in good hands. Live from Studio 6B. They'll see you tomorrow night.